Good evening. Welcome to the Evening Almanac with comedian Jamie Jackson, episode 407. 407 times 5 is 4, 8, 12, 16, 20, 2, 3 and a half million minutes of this podcast. So today something happened which, it doesn't take much to rattle me. <laughs> Annoyingly, I wish I was a little bit more emotionally resilient. Uh, sometimes I feel like I'm super emotionally resilient, and then other times, something can just push my fucking buttons. So I'm walking the dog, and I let them off the lead when um, before they get to the woods, because it's just pathways and you know people's houses, and there isn't even really many cars about. So we walk to the woods like that, and anyway. Uh, the dog went in some woman's flower bed and she came storming out the house and she was like, get the dog out of the flower bed. I saw it do it the other day. This is private property. I'm not having it. And I was like, I hadn't even been there for months. I was like, what? And she's like, yeah, it's all private property. And she said, have them on the lead. Don't wear the lead as a fashion accessory around your neck because I had the lead around my neck. And I just was like, oh, I'm not. I, I was really polite. I said, I'm not wearing as it as a fashion accessory if you don't want them to go in your flower bed no worries i'll make sure it doesn't happen again and then she's like you haven't got any control over your dogs and then the dog as we were talking went into her flower bed so i was like get out and then she just started having like a like a oh you're like, like just carrying on having a go at me so i just put in my headphones and just cut off half shit my head and walked off because it's like you've told me and you've been sarcastic and you've been aggressive and it's like, you know, she's a woman of like 55, 60. I could have smashed her head in, mate. <laughs> not, obviously, obviously, that is not what I was thinking. I was more actually just like a bit taken aback by like her aggro. She didn't come out and say, hey, look, I can see that your dog gone into the flower bed. I'd prefer it if you didn't. But she, it was like she was souped up for a fucking confrontation. Obviously, someone else's dog had gone in a flower bed or something. And you don't know what day everyone's having. But it rattled the fuck out of me. It ruined my lovely winter, wintry wood walk. My www.cunt.com. It, it, it ruined it. Because all the way around the woods, I was angry. And then I even got a stick and sm <laughs> was smashing it against a tree. Because I was like, I've got to get rid of this anger it I, it angered me so much and it's weird if it was a man confronting me like that i think some of my anger i would put down to the fact that i felt power like if he was big and strong than me for example I, maybe i felt powerless and humiliated in some way and maybe that's what the anger is but obviously that wasn't it with her i think it was because she was aggro and i was quite calm and then she was just like sarcastic so don't wear your lead running neck like a fashion accessory it's like that's not a helpful that is not a helpful thing to say in that situation is it and anyway, it just, it made me realise, I, I found it very difficult to shake shake that off. And I haven't shaken it off now. I feel better about it. But I, walking around those, those woods, I was furious. And I was angry partly because I was angry. Like she'd, she'd rattled my zen-like state, my, my karma, do you know what I mean? Uh, karma? Is that the right word? I don't know. She... she she made me all like, you know, sixes and sevens. And I didn't want to be sixes and sevens. I wanted to be like, you know, twos and fours. She'd done my head in. It also makes me realise how much I bear grudges. I was I was thinking about this. Interesting, I was listening to a Metallica track with the lyric, grudges break your back. And I was like, hmm, 
How true, because uh, metaphorically, of course, they I hold on to grudges so much. There's a guy, and I don't know why I got thinking about it. Well, I do know why, but it, 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 going back to seventeen, I knew this guy. Right when we first, when I was first in, here's a story. Formed a band with some people when I was seventeen years old, and one of the people who applied was a bassist guy, and he was twenty, and I think he was just a bit like. You know, the difference between 17 and 20 is quite big. And he was like, I, I'm the bollocks and you're not. And I remember being in a recording studio with him, uh, just rehearsing. And he was just being a wanker to me. Being like, just belittling to me and a bit of a shit. And I can't remember the exact thing that made me do this. But I packed my stuff up and I left halfway through the... Um, session and he got to the door he stopped me from leaving he was like no 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 look I'm sorry um, and but for the first couple of times first few times I'd met him he was basically like a wanker to me and then what happened is he kind of became more involved in my friendship group and now obviously it's my friendship group not his friendship group and he kind of became a little bit more uh, you know needy towards me because I was like in this friendship group that he had attached himself to and then he went off to Scotland for a bit and then he came back and when he came back it was the same thing he was kind of ingratiating himself into the group and he became good friends with some people but always in the back of my mind I was like fuck you for doing what you did to me I can't even remember what he did now this is how ridiculous the grudge is I was like screw you for for humiliating me and patronising me and being horrible to me and he we, he's he's now left my hometown but until about 4 or 5 years ago he was still about like like basically when we were all about 40 and to the to this day i've kind of spoken to him like shit and and treated him with disdain everybody who mentions him i'm like fuck that guy and uh, and when he's out with us i'll be a little bit pleasant but i'll be i'll basically be like ugh, you're a twat and that is uh, that all stems from when I was 17 years old and he was 20 and he was horrible to me. I never forgave him. I never forgave him. And I, he's a bit of a difficult guy to get on with full stop. But it's like I wouldn't go that, that I wouldn't make any effort with him because it's like, no, you burnt your fucking bridge straight away. You burnt your bridge. And I guess I should be like, look, he was 20 years old. He was probably showing off about being the the older guy but I was like fuck you this is it you I'm now going to bet you fuck you and I've done that with a few people there's a guy called Martin at university who, who I did that to I remember at, at the summon ball right at the end I just said to him don't talk to me again you and me you're, you and me aren't friends mate I don't I don't want to know but you were done which is quite a harsh thing to say to somebody isn't it but he was again he was a wanker and also I justified it I thought I, I think I thought that that's how like tough guys acted you know, no compassion. And um, and it's taken me many years of therapy to forgive my dad. <laughs> Fuck. So anyway, the upshot is I'm going to see Jeff Thompson tomorrow, this spiritual guru, ex-street fighter, um, Jeff Thompson. I'm actually going to go see him in person, me and about seven other people. And uh, I'm hoping to get a lot from it. The guy is amazing. A, tr- a truly great individual. Please look him up. G E O F F Thompson, Jeff Thompson. But um, 
he actually emailed me personally about forgiveness. And I think I need to learn from him tomorrow about how to forgive a little bit more because one thing I've noticed is I if I I feel like I've almost got a like a book of crimes that I feel people have committed against me and I have to like seek my revenge. I even think that I did that I got with with an old housemate who was a nightmare to live with and he was an alky and a cokehead and stuff and I think I think I feel a little bit like I I I kind of fucked up his status in our friendship group because I was like he was so awful to live with and maybe I could have been more compassionate. Oh man, this is getting deep. And and I think I do this. I think s- s- things happen and people f- quote unquote fuck me over. They but they don't. And I will be like, that's it. I'm going to create a hate campaign now. Not a hate campaign. That's com- I didn't do that with my friend, but I have done that with one of my bosses. I created a, a long, insidious campaign of negativity against him, uh, and people. Well, he was an absolute bastard, a terrible bully, but I'm like. I can psychologically fight you. I, if you want psychological warfare, I can fucking destroy you. And I know that sounds like a, oh, such a wanker thing to say because it's the coward's way out and it's a snidey way out and it's horrible and there's nothing good about it. And everything I'm saying now is me confessing and saying I'm bad. But, oh man, did I poison the well for that guy in a in a really fucking uh, thorough way. <laughs> I think I essentially destroyed him professionally, and he had to leave. He got demoted, and then he had to leave. And I and I and maybe I'm giving too much credence to my own uh, uh, pettiness. But yeah, I need to change. So Jeff Thompson, let's see what he can do. But fuck that bitch and about the dogs and her fucking flower bed. I fucking go dig your flower bed up at night and and, and and eat your yogurt outside your fucking door. No, wait, this is another rant. All right, thanks for listening. We're over 10 minutes now. This has been very confessional. Um, but um, this has been the Evening Almanac. See you on the next pod.